There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so where we live in Utah County, there is a super cool park called Discovery Park. Now, the problem with my memory is my 20-year-old self remembers a really fun and a really laid back park. My 40-year-old self saw hiding spots and ways to um, not be seen. And it was not the same park. I mean, yes, it was the same park, updated, was really nice. Um, but it was the same park. As we're sitting there, I'm thinking we can just have like a minute. I can respond to an email, maybe talk to someone and see if they want my book. Because yes, if you run into me, chances are you might get a book from me because I really want people to read it. Why? Because I want my experience to be your survival guide on how to survive a nightmare. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking I can just, you know, market or I could sit there and discuss, you know, just how their child is in general, because I tend to get it out of people. I don't know how it's a magic I have. Maybe it's because I love to talk about everything, special education, educating, and it just comes out. Or maybe it's because I very clearly have children that have IEPs, whatever the case may be it tends to come up. So I thought I'm going to come equipped with my, my new post-its with my little message and my email on it and my book and my, and my business cards. Just so y'all know, if you see me and you know, it's me out there, that's what I have. So come get it from me because you know, who doesn't want a free book? I, I, I would take a free book. I would take my free book. So I was all equipped. I thought, you know, this is the greatest place to do it. And I'm sitting down getting comfortable, going to respond to someone who had um, asked a question. I thought this is a good time. No, it was not a good time because my daughter was freaking out. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. And I said, he's in the park playing. And you need to calm down. She did not handle that very well because in her head, the sky was falling. The sky was falling and we all needed to rowdy around together and, and look for this little runner we have. I didn't take it super serious at first. Now that comes across probably a lot harsher than I wanted to, but it's because for a few reasons. One, this park really is not built for a runner to escape. And... Secondly, he hasn't been running lately, which has been a breath of fresh air because I, I didn't think I could go anywhere with him because he was just going to take off. So I wasn't in panic mode. In fact, I was, I was still kind of humored looking for someone that I could talk to. And 
I have come to the conclusion that moms avoid moms who have a lot of children <laughs> because it's not quite the same as it was when I was younger in my 20s with two kids at the park. Or maybe I'm just a creepy lady with books and business cards in my bag and they're like, stay away from her. That could be totally possible too. Either scenario probably works for me and I'll take it. Finally, I'm like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get up and we're going to find him and I'm going to prove to you that he's fine. And she's just panicking. We're walking the perimeter because yes, that's what we do. Checking the parameter to make sure that there's no spots that he can get free or that there's no area in which he is now taking control of. As I'm walking around with her, I finally had to turn to her and say, I need you to calm down. I am not a wreck because I know everything is fine. I need you to not make me have a reason to get upset because I don't think it will be helpful. She really tried, bless her heart. Um, but she was just, I just, I just know mom, he jumped over this bench. There was a bench by the fence. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give you that one because of all the people on the planet that I have given birth to, he is the one that would find the bench that's right next to the fence or the, the post so he can jump over. But here's the thing that was not what she was getting. I said, we're at a park of just 1000% goodness. And this kid gets to run around and play and there's no care in the world. He's not cooped up and he is not jumping a fence. But as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, oh, I hope he didn't jump a fence because I was feeling, you know, really confident in myself. So we're walking and as we're walking around, I thought, oh, I think I'm gonna have to call my husband and tell him I lost our son because I don't see him anywhere. I mean, I went on the play thing and went down and under and in and out and all around and I wanted to play. And I thought I blew it. And all of a sudden there he is with his gleeful laugh. He just laughs. He thinks it's the most wonderful thing ever. And I looked at her and I said, okay, calm yourself down and go sit down. Cause I then at that point was like, okay, she just freaked me out and it was my fault for getting freaked out, but I have got to teach her to stay calm. So we both go and sit down. We watch them play and he is just having the time of his life. It is so wonderful. And all of a sudden he decides to climb this rock wall. But the problem with this rock wall is that you get inside and it's a straight down and it's pretty high. Um, and they want you to climb down on the rock climbing. And mind you, he could probably do it except for that. He's nonverbal. He's seven. And he, he thinks so <laughs> intensely that I'm not sure he could break down the basic concept of climbing using the wall. Boy, was I right. Because I'm like, uh, I think someone should go over and help him. And we watch and bam, Ammon flies forward. He goes, he just nose dives right in. And we hear a, ah, and I'm all, hmm, what do we do? And we checked. He was fine. And then he was, he just kind of made the noise. But at that moment, I thought I'm like the worst mom ever because 
I should have helped him down. Instead, I was like, hmm, let's see what happens if he tips. Well, they say ow, or in his case, he goes, ah, but then he loved it and he wanted to go back to it. And I'm like, huh, we're not going to do that. So what is my big takeaway here? My big takeaway is this. He needed to go out and he needed to run. And he needed some space so that he could wear himself out. And it's not an easy, it's not an easy task to do because it's a whole lot easier to hand them electronic and say, here, let's watch your whatever channel YouTube that you can watch things get ran over and you can watch things go plunk off of a ledge or whatever it is you're watching. Or in his case, it is the same 10 seconds of a Pixar movie, usually, sometimes Disney, but most of the time it's Pixar and uh, the same thing over and over again. And it's really endearing and I, and I adore it, except for that I really don't. So I, he needs to get out. Was it easy? No. Um, was I excited to go back to that park again? Actually, yeah, I was because then we went later that night with more reinforcements. It was more of a two man on one kid, except for that my older children loved it just as much as the little children. So I was just hoping that nobody got lost as I'm sitting there just making notes on what I wanted to have accomplished, making sure that my, um, my plan was in place. Of course, I was there equipped that evening with my books and my and my business cards and just in case of conversation, which leads me into my next thing that I wanted to say. I was, I've been working on my second book because um, He Seemed Normal is selling right now. You can find it on Amazon or you can go to my website, autismjamhurtburst.com. And you can find that you can order it and I will get it to you. So we have He Seemed Normal done. And so I decided that I would start. I already started, to be really honest, because it's it's an exciting topic. But I decided to start the, the next one and I'm more than halfway through with it. And I'm writing about ADHD and the fact that it is not an... Um, inappropriate behavior. It's that it is a unaccepted disability. It's really hard to see that factor in the classroom. So I'm writing about this because I can go from a teacher, parent, and and then a child perspective on what it's like to manage or at least don't manage but try to survive having ADHD and not always having the best impulse control. And as I'm writing, I'm getting really into it because it's it's something that's always eaten at me. Uh, how they get the short end of the stick. Typically, they're, they have difficulty in trusting adults like them or that the adult wants them around. There's just a lot of factors. And I started thinking about it and I looked at, at my son who my only son who is not on the spectrum in our house 
has ADHD and he is very much like I was. And so I can absolutely feel for him in the moments where he feels the least amount of control over his impulses. And it struck me that I wrote this book about Jesse's struggle. And yes, it was real and it was very intense. And I'm glad I got to share it. But I realized that I was so focused on my son with autism and I was unfamiliar with autism as those of you who have read it or have listened to me know I did not ha- I didn't have a clue what the signs even were or how to identify it and what to do with it when I first started everything so here I am just trying to help my son and I did not even realize what was happening to my at the time youngest son before the other two came and how much turmoil and how much self-doubt and how much pain he had been put through simply because he, I'm, I'm doing quotations, you wouldn't know this, but the bad behaviors manifested and that was what they identified, teachers would identify him as, passing it down like it's some big family tradition, passing it down from teacher to teacher to make sure that everybody knows the um, impulse control thing. This was not all teachers, mind you, but I had a very hard time finding a teacher that was genuine and pure. He had a very fantastic um, kindergarten and first grade teacher. I will give them that. And he was very difficult for them. And I do remember telling his first grade teacher that he was finally diagnosed and she was very, very happy for him. So I want to make sure that if by some chance somebody's listening, and especially if she or anyone that might know her hear this, I want you to understand that she was really good to him, but he was very hard. She was definitely not one that I would put in the books as cruel and unusual punishment to a child that's learning how to regulate his emotions. But what kind of mother am I when I know exactly what's happening in his mind because it's the same mind that I had going to school to simply not act sooner? And I'm going to give myself a little bit of a reprieve because I did not understand at that time that all of those disabilities that are classified under the um, federal law, the IDEA, are all protected with this law. So in my mind, I had to protect my son with autism because I needed to get him services. And I wasn't thinking about the fact because I lived my whole life with it. So as I, as I know how he's feeling and I know his struggle and his struggle is real, What do you do to help a child who either has ADHD and autism or has ADHD severe enough that it definitely has a autism feel to it or someone with autism that has an ADHD feel because they are all very much um, close-knit, crossed, diagnosed or misdiagnosed Uh, That's not quite as often as cross-diagnosis of the two. So 
what what can you do to help with these children who have spent all their time trying to convince the world that they're a bad person before they have a chance to be hated or to be disliked. They're giving someone a reason to not like them because it hurts less if they know that they did something just so that they wouldn't have to hurt knowing that just them as a person was somehow not good enough. I'm, I, I hope you understand what I'm saying there and the book will have more emphasis on what I'm saying, but I'm going to make it really clear one more time. I have discovered and I have felt personally that children with impulse control issues that struggle with ADHD, the reason they are so difficult, the reason it is so hard to figure out how to manage and to maintain some sort of structure is because they have spent year after year walking into a classroom that teachers have already talked. They already know what the issue is and that this one's going to be a handful. Before they even have the chance to open their mouth, they are already prejudged and pre-categorized as a problem. So many that I've witnessed and experienced, and myself as well, would always go for the, I'm going to make it easier for you to not like me so that I feel better that it's because I did something and not because you see something or you've heard something about me. So that's what I'm writing now because I really think it needs to be labeled and addressed. And I just want you all to know there are actually things that can be done to help with this problem, which is why I want to tackle this. We're going to get to my little guys that don't speak and all the fun things they've done eventually to follow up with He Seemed Normal because that's going to be the next step. But I found it very crucial and very beneficial to address the unaccepted disability that is considered unacceptable behavior and maybe find a way to heal some of these kids that are becoming brokenhearted adults that cannot love themselves enough to believe someone when they tell them how much they love them. Please take note of that because if you have a child or if you know somebody who struggles with ADHD, I promise you, they have spent time in their life wondering what was wrong with them that someone couldn't just love them because it's just too hard or they're just not smart enough or they're not uh, calm enough or they're too... I couldn't even imagine. Well, no, I can. That's the best part. I can imagine. And it took me getting into my 40s to finally understand my own personal struggle and outcome. Um, on that note, I managed to get my degrees and go to college and pass my classes despite the fact that I have ADHD. In fact, I used it in a way to get the A's that I got um, 
but that took years of growing up and figuring out how to handle and manage and maintain. So I wanted to bring that up. I'm sure it'll be another topic for another day because, of course, I would love everyone to read Unaccepted Disability because it's not accepted, not openly, and I think it needs to become more common. So on that note, let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about community growth and what happened to me and my said ADHD son at the barbershop when we were both there this last weekend. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Okay, so here it is. I have this thing about cutting my son's hair. Yes, I dropped out of hair school twice, which means I am either really skillful with my double knowledge or I'm super, super bad at it because I didn't finish a hair school, not once, but twice. Um, typically, I, I think I do all right for the most part, but my son has hair that is so thick, so wavy, gorgeous, but thick and wavy that when he was a little boy, people would ask if it was a wig, which was an odd question. Even if it was a wig, why would you ask if the little boy's there's a reason he has a wig if, if it is one, but that they would ask, they're like, oh my gosh, it just doesn't look real. Well, I assure you it is very real and his hair, it grows. And I could tell he really just wanted his hair cut. So what did I do? I stopped hiding in the house, um, you know, cause that's what I do. And I decided I'm going to do this. Took my daughter to the eye doctor, took my son to get a haircut. So it was an interesting turn of events because, of course, just like I had mentioned at the park, I was equipped with some books, my, my post-its with my contact information, more for parents, but I'll hand them out to anyone that asks for it, and my business cards. And I thought, all right, let's let's do this. So I take my daughter and drop her off to get her eyes checked and she is blind. Okay, not officially, but 
She definitely does not have the greatest eyes on the planet. So that's another kudo for me. Yeah, I, I should probably jump on those things a little quicker. But now she, she's going to have glasses. So I leave her go to the Barber League right there in University Mall. For anyone that's familiar from Utah County, if you're listening, I highly suggest that if you're going to get your hair cut or if you would like one of your children to have their hair cut, that Phil and Antoine at Barber League were awesome. In fact, they talked me into having my hair cut and it was something I had no intention of doing since, you know, I've been doing my own work for years. Well, for a few years, but I did. And um, Antoine was amazing. He was kind and he was um, approachable. He was just wonderful. And Phil did such wonderful things with my, my son's hair because my son's hair is not easy to cut. It's very thick and very full. So yes, I'm gonna make that plug one more time. If you are in the area and you're looking for a haircut for your child, for your husband, for yourself, please go to the Barber League and talk to Antoine or Phil because they are awesome. They do great work and they are community conscious and they want good things for your children, for your family. So please make it a point to see those men and let them have you look real great and, and feel good about yourself and get to know our community and the people who are in it because that's what they were offering me. Antoine was, he was identifying the fact that what I have to bring to the table is the community need for support for parents that are raising children or even having young adult children with autism. And it needs to be something that's just not so heavy, not so hard, which is what I'd really like to do for people. So <clears throat> with the outreach of the community, when he pointed out the simple fact that what I was doing was for the community, it, it actually made me feel really good about me <laughs> because I didn't think about it like that. I hope you all realize that I already felt good about me. So it, it wasn't a change. <laughs> all right. So to, to be in the parameters of improving the community and helping parents feel empowered and in control of their child education and the education plan and having answers to questions that they have that they don't know where to get the answer. There's lots of places to get answers. That doesn't mean it's always a good one. And so I'm really glad that Antoine took the time to help me recognize that what I'm trying to accomplish is going to benefit the community as a whole. I would like to think that they have family and friends in other areas. And it's, I want this to be something that's not just for our community, but for the communities as a whole, because there are people who I talked to, who I've talked to, who um, follow me and talk to me 
that are in the same state, but in a different county. Love, love the idea of going to help them just as much as I love the idea of helping my next door neighbor um, with whatever it is that they need help with. And at this point, it doesn't even have to be disability based, although that is my specialty. How wonderful would it be if you can all tonight, today, whatever time of day you're listening to this, get to Amazon and look up He Seemed Normal or go to my website, autismjammerburst.com and order one. If we all took a moment to read about my son and what happened and how little I knew when it all went down to where he is today, which is a model citizen. He is a true bleeding heart. He is a kind soul. And what he had learned from his experience of struggling to maintain his emotions and to stay in the classroom is to feel for others because he knows exactly how it feels, which is not a typical response that you would get. Uh, They're not usually looking out. They're usually looking inward. Kids on the spectrum, they're very aware of their own bodies and their own feelings or their own emotions. But it is harder for some to see others and, and bear the empathy. And he does that because he's an amazing soul. He's a wonderful human being who's about to be a young adult. He's 17. And I couldn't be more proud of him. But I also don't want writing his story to be something that's out there, but no one's grabbing onto. Because it's, as he likes to remind me, was a very emotional and very painful time for him. And I just want so badly for anyone out there that needs to feel like they're not alone in the way they feel. There is a way to help yourself or to help your child and to read what I did from knowing nothing. I didn't even realize at the time it was classified as Asperger's, that Asperger's and autism were the same thing and and what the difference was. And you need, and I, and I strongly believe you need to take the time If you do Kindle Unlimited, go and get it. It's available. It's, it's shareable. So I just think that there should be a dialogue that's being presented so that when I really reach out to parents and say, here's a book, or here is one of my post-its with my contact information. So when you're writing notes during your meetings, you can think of me, um, giving them the tools and giving them the strength coming from me that I, I did not have all the time when I was learning and and growing with my son when he was young, had wonderful people in my life, but I didn't always feel like I was confident enough to hold my head up without having people there with me, being someone that's there so that you can hold your head up a little higher and feel like you are less of a burden to society, that you really are a good parent who just doesn't know what they don't know. 
That's what I want to do. That's what the people that are so excited to work and, and grow with your child at Autism Jammer Burst Advocacy contact us because it is a community movement that will impact other communities that will help families grow and will give just a sense of relief to any parent that feels that they're all alone or that they can't endure another moment because they just don't know if they have it in them been there i have been there and i have felt it and it is lonely and scary because you want to love your child, but you also know that you are human and that you are hitting a wall. If you're hitting a wall, contact me, contact me, go straight to whatever social platform you can find me on. I'm on almost all of them or my website and connect with me because I know that feeling. It's a scary feeling and you need, you need some support or you can go to the support groups that we have. Um, on Facebook because I'm old and I'm geriatric and I'm all about old people books. So that's where I'm most active. So anyway, so my, my whole point with Antoine and Phil and my whole point with going to the park is I have now realized in order to make something happen in a community, you need to be out in the community and I can no longer hide with my little guys and, and hope that nobody notices that they are runners, that they um, don't speak, but that they'll scream sometimes. Although that one's finally minimizing a lot, quite a bit. That is the key to you guys believing me and trusting me that I want you to feel supported and I want you, whatever parent, grandparent, or relative I am speaking to, to know that I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to have to work a full-time regular job until everyone, you know, wants to make this a gig I can do all the time, but I'm not going anywhere because this is something that is so important that I'm, I'm going to keep doing this podcast and try to do it more frequently because I got to stop getting distracted by, you know, being a mom, having a job. I will always try to be out there, even if no one's biting, because it is really important that you value yourself, that you value your child and that you value your family and that, you know, not only is there people out there that have felt it, that have lived through it, but there are people in your future, if you can get it from someone else, that can learn from your experience, like a survival guide, which is what I want you to do with the book I wrote. Think of it as your survival guide to what you should do or what you shouldn't do. If you don't like the way I handled it, that's okay too, because then you can know I will never handle it like that mom. I have another direction, but you'll have another direction. And that is what all of this is about. It doesn't matter if it's my position or my opinion that's being followed. I need a dialogue. I need parents to talk and I need children 
to feel like there is a tide changing in the way that they are approached, that they are treated like every other student when they get to go out and play with their peers, or that they get to have that moment where they can have the same fun as everyone else that's around them because it is acceptable and it is encouraged. And that is what we really need is to be included and to feel supported. So after this long-winded run of, of words, there are a few things I want to make sure that you remember and that you do. One, if you're in Utah County and you're anywhere near Orem University Mall, please go to uh, the Barber League for Antoine and Phil. And you know what? If you could just let them know that Rachel from Autism Jam or Burst with Speducators sent you Not because I get anything for it, but because I need them to know that I support them in this community. I support them and I want them to know I meant it when I said it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to stand, which is fine. I'll do it. I will do it. But I'll have to stand and and just smile and wave every few minutes to make sure they knew that I was supporting them. Watch me, you know, shuffling people in, even ones that don't want their hair cut. It could get ugly. And I really just don't think that would help with what I'm trying to accomplish. So if you need a haircut or you have a family member that does go and check them out, give them the opportunity to have your service because they are community minded and they want a close community. So there's that plug. The other one Get to Amazon, get to my website, get somewhere where you can find the book. He seemed normal and read about my son's experience and my experience, my growth that came from my son's diagnosis on the autism spectrum. And lastly, get out there, take your child to the park, keep a few eyes on them, but you need to get out. It could be as simple as a quick walk or put them, if you have two like me, well, I have three, but two that I worry about, put them on both hips and just kind of get where you're going and then get back. If you have to do that, do it. And if you are local enough or you're close enough, I can get to you, contact me and I will make sure that between my children and me and you, if we go to a park, you will have hands-on help. If that's what you need in order to give your child a moment to play and to laugh, just like my little guy was doing this last week. And the final thing I want to share before I say goodbye and see you later is the great news that my youngest son, who started counting, I shared with you guys, why two, three, four, um, he was walking around saying sup. Sup, like kind of shrugging his shoulders because he was super cool. And the next day after sup, when we went to the park, he said the word dinosaur. And the reason I'm saying this is because I am sure that there's a number of you, if you're listening, that know for a fact that dinosaur is not typically a word that you use when you're trying to encourage speech and language. But the fact that he said it was glorious. We celebrated. We 
said that word almost every minute for the next two days over the weekend, and it was wonderful. So if any of you have similar experiences that have happened, go to my Facebook, my geriatric book, as I call it. Let me know. Come and check out my website. Send me a message. Let me know that you had a dinosaur kind of week, because I think this is no longer me talking hoping someone's listening. And this is no longer me writing books as therapy. This is now me being proactive, wanting the community to become just that a community. So please reach out. Tell me about your good moments of clarity, things that your child did that only another parent of a child with similar struggles would understand, truly understand. And let me celebrate with you because that is what I'm trying to do here. I'm Rachel and this is my jam. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.